0: This is the Second Golden Age podcast, and I'm Sabrina Insayed. I have with me uh, the founder and CEO of No, Fessel Amjad. We were talking about how uh, we uh, began, as in how did No begin, and Fessel was discussing his uh, story, how the issues that he faced in his community, and the solutions that he thought would sort of put an end in a way to these challenges and make us focus on the bigger things so we talked about his uh, south africa trip we talked about the first conference uh, the ic conference so tell us more about it
1: yeah so um the first conference uh was so back in 2012 so like what eight what, eight years ago now right? um okay, and alhamdulillah yes. it's interesting because i was just uh, doing a bit of a declutter of my room quite recently and i discovered an old folder and uh, in, in the old folder, I had all of our old kind of feedback forms and stuff from that first conference. It was amazing, like re, just rereading and getting that blast from the past. The feedback that we had was it was like, amazing. They we were just saying that like it exceeded the expectations. It was like you know really innovative and things that they'd never heard before. And and it was that demand that led it to becoming actually an organisation at the end of it. Because my intention at that point was just okay, it's just a one one hit one, one event. That's it. We're done. Uh, i've done my duty and stuff but the I i've just seen that demand i think after the first of all we had 350 people at that first event uh, and so basically it was, the tickets went within like four or five days that was the first thing and we had wow. people from 15 different cities come to you know nottingham you know and stuff so that was that was that was quite interesting and then um and then yeah we, uh, straight after the we had like uh 10 or 12 people apply just to be volunteers so I was like, well, I don't know what to do here. Like, this is all like happening a lot faster than I thought. And so one so, of so, my, 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 my friends came aboard, Danish. he was like, so, so basically me, him and Alistia then sort of like, okay, let's kind of get this going and stuff. So Alhamdulillah, um, and, and what we started doing at that point was okay. What
0: about right, the scholars who attended? What about the scholars that you, uh, you know, called- Oh yeah,
1: So so the scholars we had um, obviously I mentioned we had Sheikh Sain via live event. Uh then we had a scholar that we've worked with a lot on the amazing um American uh, Egyptian no sorry, Egyptian American uh, uh Sheikh Abu Jafar uh humbly. now he's uh, amazing at this stuff because uh, I, I mean he's a perfect because he talks about he's very he's classically trained and um yeah. you know at the feet of scholars and stuff. But then he t- he's so well-read. He talks about all the kind of modern issues and everything. Yeah, yeah, so it's very, very, good, very deep, Mashallah. Then uh, we had Sheikh Rukas. Um He is a local scholar uh, from a kind of the Ibundi background. He went to the Dar al and sort of that. But again, Mashallah, a very, very, a very well-spoken, very powerful speaker, actually. And uh, his topic was about... Um, just like the way the media portrays us and it's called mm-hmm. smoker, smoker, mirrors, and so smoke smoke sort smoke of. and mirrors all our deception and smoking
0: mirrors and we're actually going to share the link uh, of the yeah. first ic conference so we're talking about the ic conferences that we had uh, yeah, the first was, one yeah the first we're one was
1: actually called it. ic and um, basically i was trying to think of a strap plan at the time and what i came to what we we're trying to do is i would talk about reality and stuff actually the, the, no, no 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 you will know this but the first name for no before we actually it was actually called Haka. It what you call Al Alhaka project because Hakka means reality, right? So, yeah, but then I thought, okay, wow. yeah, that's not going to be as uh, that's not going to be as uh, as friendly I suppose, as far as and stuff. So, uh, but then I wanted reality in, in some way because that's what we're trying to cover. So that's why I struck exactly. was basically Clarity at Reality, and so that's what we called the first conference. The first conference was called wow. Clarity about Reality, basically. And then the, the third, the, the other speaker that we had was. Um, uh, Sheikh Khalid Hussein, um, so he's uh, a yeah. from a city, sort of near us. I uh, should again very very popular speaker, so he brought a lot of the youth in because he's very he's very kind of funny mm-hmm. and, you know, in his style and stuff. So so uh, so that was kind of um, the first group of of scholars that we had. Um, and what what was amazing after that was, um, but just with that success of that that first event, was that we did, we did actually got loads of contributors on board as well, so people who were either uh, uh, scholars or experts in certain fields. Um, yeah. Well, actually, this was quite interesting. One of the feedback forms that I read, what they said was, "Oh, what I we had a question. Oh, what did you what did you like most about the event?" And they said they had they drew one of these Venn diagrams, right? They said, "Oh, Venn diagram." Wow. And they said, "Okay, you had Sunnah, and then you got science." And then he says, Oh, you guys are the bit in the middle. This is what it's been missing, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he just, you know. Interesting. You know,
0: what I find the most interesting is that, especially within the youth, there is this sort of need. They do recognize that we want to make sense of reality we want to make sense of the world that we're living in mm. it's just that there are not many avenues out there so you have a few speakers here and there who are speaking about the end times who are speaking about issues that matter like yes. how is islam relevant to us when it comes to economy like uh, you know gold and silver or a debt-based economy mm. uh, what about that or about food you know so when the best part is that the youth is already like sort of prepared. Yes. they absolutely. have all the answers, uh, questions, and they are looking for avenues. But we, you don't really find like a, an actual organization completely focused on yes. this, on on this side of Islam, the Understood. practical side of Islam. I, I, mashallah. I'm glad that you no, said practical. Because,
1: was that? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Glad you said practical side because. To me, this was actually in the brief that every um, every event that we ever did, every contributor or speaker that ever came on board with us we said that look what we don't want is just theory we don't want you know high level academia and all that kind of stuff that's gonna um that there's no practical implementation so that's why hamdulillah if you watch a lot of our the videos um they were all like okay so here's the five action points you need to take you know go and go and teach the farmers and do this go and read this book and all that kind of stuff so even when when we had uh, events or no we had talks um that sort of speakers did or we had articles, they were always okay, like, right? So these are the, the this is the reading list for it. and This is the yeah. book you need to read and you know, so it was always very predicated on action. So because we talk a lot, don't we about um there's ilm and amal and stuff, and then that leads to the exactly. And that's
0: the essence. Ilm, aman, really, and the I mean, that's absolutely. That's the essence of Islam. The prophetic way is that of action. Mm. It's the moment you get ill, you have to go out and sort of act on it. So yeah. mashallah makes sense.
1: Yeah so 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 this so obviously like i said it, it's kind of spawned into a, a bit of an organization and um, then at that point we started just doing regular content so we had a few q and a's and things that we're putting out we, then we started a blog that started happening then uh, we were pushing out through regular social media content again with the whole focus on because alicia was a was a graphic designer and um, she was yeah. really uh, good at like um creating like little cartoons that oh, would appeal to the youth yeah. so we were like we were, was, yes. again, that, that was our target market it wasn't like youth as in like you know 11 year olds or stuff but it was more like no. look you're you're getting to that age 15 16 17 18 where you know you, you are beginning to ponder a bit more and you want a little bit more yes. in terms of okay what what does this mean and I, like, what can i exactly. do about it and that's the time you have that like, energy uh, when you're 30 40 50 okay. you're sort of thinking okay you know i'm a bit set in my ways and me taking real action is a bit more difficult because i'm tied down with i might have a mortgage now i might have kids or I. uh, it's a bit more but at that time you've got that kind of that that kind of uh, energy and stuff so anyway that was so that was part of our thing the hard-hitting messages but with a a youthful kind of uh or or appealing uh appealing yeah that's it and
0: you know uh, what i find the most interesting because when i saw this i was so impressed Precisely because because of the cartoons and the overall appeal of the website, the content, uh, her graphics, Alicia's graphics, was so uh, very appealing to uh, the young mind. Uh, like you said, you know, hard-hitting co- um, topics like the last day, the last hour, the signs of the last hour. Mm. Usually, if you see all of this, is you know, it comes across as very apocalyptic, yeah, you know, yeah, very dark, it, exactly, very yeah. grim. Hmm. And somebody who can give a very bright image to that, you know, it's it's Ab- not it's not that bad if you act
1: uh, 100%, absolutely. So with
0: with that team that she had. Yeah. That was very interesting. Yeah, I very
1: remember. different. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember I wrote an article uh back in sort of twenty thirteen for you know the website Productive Muslim. And um yeah. and, I, and I what I did was I um I remember it got loaded of positive feedback at the time because I wrote about the end times. But how do I act productive? You know, in a productive way productive. about understanding yeah. the end times, because it was like you know that it was the exactly. whole thing about if the if the end times coming and you're planting a seed, keep on planting. Exactly. And it's that whole thing of you just keep taking action. Like, it doesn't matter if it's coming, you still need to you need to first understand what what you, you should understand it, but carry on doing what you're yes. doing. So that was again exactly. this is like what we're saying is that awareness is really important. Anyway, so we got got to that point, um, and uh, so also we started doing all this stuff, and then we were gearing up for this big launch in London. So uh, the next year, so ISEEK twenty thirteen. So I Seek stands for the International Summit of no, International Summit of Essential Expert Knowledge or something like that, right? Is this acronym right? Yeah. And but anyway, so but what that was going to be? It, it was in September of. 2013 and we said that look, up until now we we're kind of in soft launch phase but that yeah. is gonna be a big launch and this and that so big we got launch. got big we got sponsors involved we raised money and, and we was like okay right and so it was like, it, had, it was gonna have 10 speakers again 10, so wow. again 10 speakers um and we had at that time we had four categories we had health we had wealth we had culture which is that kind of uh, you, know, so, so, you know community and social society and stuff and then we had chronology which is past present yeah. future yeah uh, history and all. and so and so and the idea was about, about these ten uh, or, or yeah, ten speakers was that they would cover you know uh, two uh, you know uh, all each of these categories so they're full of each of these people. yeah so it's fully done and again another but what we wanted to again we wanted to always bring new ideas and innovation and, and uh, so so um, what we did was uh, we again we talk a lot about okay gold and silver dinar are not um, needed or or okay, the sun money. So how do we, uh, we say, okay, we need to act on it. So we accepted that, 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 that London event. We said that, okay, it's, it's, it's 25 pounds a ticket or it's one, it's one uh, dirham. No, uh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah, one dirham, which, uh, which is the same part as the, the 25 pounds at the time. So we were actually, and then oh, we, wow. we did a deal with a, uh, a, a silver, gold and silver company that they would be there and they would they would like take the money and they could exchange it and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. it was basically like exactly. said so we tried to be like, so brand basically brand like
0: that. literally like the sunnah money yeah exactly you're talking yeah. about the silver coin not the currency of you oh yeah you. no yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah sorry yeah, this, this, yeah exactly so it's a silver coin yeah so so, so that's why I, 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 I'm gonna like so that one but what was it with that that was a bit mired in controversy actually in that one because what happened was I'm gonna like um, again some of the topics that we were covering was really, really interesting we had like uh Hansel Zoltzis coming and talking about science and the isms we had um
0: yeah other him
1: green talking about you know the end times and we had um Pidcock who's very, very well known in the financial kind of things about um how the world went broke you know the, you know all that stuff so it's really really fascinating stuff uh, we had i think we had um but what what happened um was because it was at a university so this is at SOAS University in, in London that's where we were going to do it uh, so it was a big like, grand event and stuff I think they had got lobbied quite badly they got they were lobbied quite hard like, oh look all these speakers are coming and, and this was a time where there was a lot of um, you know uh, Islamophobia, Islamophobia going on and they were trying to cancel events and this and that and basically all of a sudden two days to go two days ago a lot of people oh, international people were coming and they said, "Oh, sorry, we're gonna to have to. We're going to we going You can't. You can't host it here anymore." We were like, "Look, wow. what can you do? Like, you can't. How can you change it?" And they said, "That no. Basically, they gave us a choice. They said that, look, get rid of this speaker, this speaker, this speaker, and we'll allow you to do it.'" Wow. And we were like, "No, that's... come on, man. You know, that's that's out of order. You can't, How can you? Uh, like, you're asking us to make you know such a." And so we actually said that you know what, it's better that we we find a different way to host it um, than yeah. than go back to their demand. So we actually cancelled it. Um, which obviously caused a lot of pain, a lot of love, all that. You know, there's that six month of preparation that went to that conference. Yes, but absolutely. but this is, you know, again, this is, I think that, I think Allah tests you as well. You know, like, what are exactly. you making right decisions at the right time and stuff? And so, like, exactly. we had this big debate internally, like, what do we do? Like, you know, because we all everyone wanted to see it happen and everyone was okay. excited for it, but we were like, no, you know, you have to just stand, stand firm. Um... And Alhamdulillah, what it actually turned out, you know, what, what happened in the end is that we, we actually did the it uh, online instead. So we just said, uh, we, we did, we still met with all speakers, they recorded their content, and then we posted content. it online. So, that, so that's why, so that, we, we did launch uh, then, but then we launched it a little bit later on over the yeah. course of, like uh, I think we called it iSeq Week. And then we were launching out, uh, you yeah. know, two two uh, talks a day and stuff. So there was uh, 12, 12 speakers in the end. So, so all that was, it was, it was also quite a challenge, alhamdulillah. Like, challenge, you know, of course. It, it, I mean, uh, you're challenging the, you know, the system quote.
0: out there. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. status quo. Cool. You have to expect some of that <laughs> yeah, interruption. Yeah, exactly. It happens, no problem. One yeah. well, has to be prepared.
1: Yeah, 100%, exactly. So, uh,
0: I mean, and then, either you conform or you challenge. Yeah. And we'd rather challenge than conform.
1: Absolutely, 100%, 100%. Uh, and then, uh, so then we, we've got even we to like 2014 now. And this is where I would say that No was almost working very um, efficiently in the sense that we had a team, a core team of like 14 or 15 volunteers, I think. We had oh, sure. everyone split into like three or four teams and everyone know, okay, this person had their job, they'd content out, this person doing the operation stuff, this person doing the marketing stuff. And everyone was, it was very kind of efficient, right? Um, yeah. And so then we had our third event. We, we thought, well, let's keep it local, let's do it back in Nottingham. and we had um again a uh, different mix of speakers again so we had uh, we actually had our first non-muslim speaker we had uh mm-hmm. ken o'keefe again a very very oh, powerful yeah, speaker yeah. and uh, nice. and uh, we had uh abdullah andrusli who's obviously a very well-known kind of name i think he's a very well-known thinker um but what happened at that point was um like i felt that no had become a little bit sort of bloated in the sense that basically we had like 10 different things that we were doing so we had a podcast we had um, these online interviews that we're doing, we're doing events, we're doing blog. We're, and so there's lots of different moving parts. I think that, is our message actually getting through Like, Are we, even the growth had slowed a little bit because like, the first couple of years, the growth was huge. And you know, it, was, it, was, it was like momentum building and so, but yeah, and, the, and this is what the thing that like, you have to do. Uh, and this is quite natural actually in business and company. I've realized that um, in the early days, there's a big, powerful spurt forward, but yeah. Um, as sometimes what happens, that you forget why you exist, you forget the, exactly. the, the, yeah. Transfer, yeah. the translator or the objective that you're aiming for, and you yes. kind of just go start going with the flow. And I think yeah. that's a little bit what happened, and so yeah. that's why um, it got to a point by the end of kind of 2014 where even internally there was a little bit, oh, you know what, like maybe all of us are trying to go into different directions. So, like, some of us internally say, Oh, let's do it, make like an online platform, or oh, someone's saying, no, 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 the events work really well, and like, and right. so you, and, and this is where so there was a few sort of issues starting to creep in and so, so and that's kind of where we started thinking okay you know what maybe um we need to go back you know not, 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 go back, not necessarily go back to the drawing board but we need to really think about the future
0: we re, re, revisit yeah.
1: it because ultimately what's most what's more important like it's, it's sometimes it's better to um be what's uh, so that saying? Especially at the start of the the journey that you want to go on, as opposed to halfway yeah. through the journey that you don't want to go on. If that makes sense. We heard that. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah. So something. Like, so it's like okay. You know what? If this is not doing what it's supposed to do, then yeah. sometimes you actually have to, have to right, scrap it and start again. And that exactly. and that's kind of what what we what we did.
0: Many a times, you know what happens is when you sort of find this stumbling block, you start with a very clear cut methodology, and then you sort of, you're moving with all of that momentum and everything's going good, and then you meet with this stumbling block. Many a times, that becomes like a door for mm. what you're doing for something bigger and we're we going to talk about how that actually became yes. like the door for the no no that we have right now and yeah, the vision that we have right now and you know it has to be made clear for many people who don't uh, know us and who haven't been aware of our content the people who've been involved with no for Uh, for the most part were like literally like volunteers nothing not even a penny taken and these were just people who were just passionate about the vision wanted to do something you know uh, give value to people give value Mm. to themselves in the sense when it comes to the practice of their religion Uh, what does it mean to be a Muslim in the end times like you said the the article that you wrote about productive productivity in the end times what does it mean so all of the Volunteers were extremely talented yeah. and still sort of working for nothing except for literally like fisa and that was the essence of how Islam actually began mm. and how Islam has been sustained throughout uh, you know these uh, hundreds and hundreds of years yeah. or 1400 years and which is very important for, for I think young Muslims to know that this sort of an active participation and activism in, in projects that are Sort of dealing with issues like these, or just general, generally about Islamic education or education in uh, Islam. What does education in Islam mean? And other areas. This is so important for young Muslims to be. part of. Yeah,
1: and this is why, why I would always say that. This, I, I'm really glad that you mentioned the volunteers because, like I said, nothing could have been done without them. This is like, like nice. um and, and as you say that, um, the what's the thing? It's not important what you do; it's important why you do it right and i think exactly. that's what everyone was bought into you know what well, this is needed I, I want to give my time because this is something i really believe in and even when things exactly. are tough when you know when morals low low so that, that's the stuff that gets you through so and so exactly. and and sometimes uh, people overthink it oh yeah actually, you know what? i don't feel worthy or i'm not i haven't got the skills and but or you don't really you don't need any of that what you need really is just determination you need drive you need willingness Exactly. and everything kind of the whole point of volunteering is that you grow along exactly. with the organization like it's not it's, it's not a, oh, i'm giving from the i'm getting nothing in return no 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 you're giving exactly. but first of all the, the, the baraka i'm giving a lot of stuff. secondly exactly. you're meeting with amazing people who are all like yeah. like-minded and then thirdly exactly. you're growing yourself and you're growing your skills and you're doing things that you've never done and, and to honest, you mentioned all this stuff about um you know business and my background and all that stuff in the previous episode and, but what I feel kind of would know, and you know, why is that? Why is it still here? The fact that you said I've never taken a penny from me, on, it's here because what you realize is that life is actually about purpose. It's about legacy exactly. and, and exactly. the bigger picture and all the stuff. And so um, you have what? And for me, what what awoke me was in my throughout my corporate career, all that kind of stuff. I felt I was just doing the, the done thing. Okay, nine to five doing what you're supposed to be, just doing what you know everyone does basically and i felt that that, that gap i felt something was missing that oh, you know what, like i feel that I'm, 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 there's more to me uh, like I, i've got more to give and like, there's there's depth there but i'm not and so this is no essentially is a um extrapolation or, or personification of yeah. uh, like what you know and and, and basically what an organization becomes um the uh, like the, the kind of sum of its parts isn't it it becomes like so no's got bits of your personality it's got bits of my personality got bits of exactly. this person yeah. this person so even you know to, so and i think that's that's the beauty of of meshing something and creating something like is, is it becomes greater than the sum of its parts
0: exactly absolutely i mean uh, all along it's methodology and ideology driven as in you have a basic ideology that everybody uh philosophy that everybody shares but then it everybody brings along something and you know it's very important to know anybody can do anything for money like Mm -hmm. you can you can uh, have people who uh, work for you for money it 's not a big thing it 's not you know rocket science to be a graphic designer and you 're paid for that, yeah. but only people who firstly have that uh, vision in themselves that I want to make a difference, I want mm. to give value, I want there to be a purpose in my life and then of course uh with, with uh, you know in the, in the Islamic context, we have this idea that there should be a part of my life which is completely like in the sense i'm not gaining anything except for the pleasure of allah except for giving value except for helping someone except for bringing out the truth Hmm, so this this need is always there and mashallah we sort of this we promote this volunteer uh, culture and it should be there within all organizations to include and involve youth who are there just to add value and to get value uh oh, yeah, in their very absolutely. being in their life through working for uh, you know yeah. for it, islam even if, and for all yeah,
1: of these absolutely even if you cut the whole islamic concept of of education and learning how was it done it was always done at the feet of a scholar and exactly. re- and yeah, again you learn for a certain period of time but then you it's, you you, you, become an a be- you become an apprentice so you have to then serve and help and this and that and then you can go, become a before you become a master and a teacher and uh, you, there's a exactly. whole process you have to go through. And this is where I see kind of volunteering. You might come in at the lowest level and exactly. and, and sort of that, but eventually you grow and and so to the point where actually not now you're leading. You're become you become a leader and you're leading the way and that kind of stuff. Whether it's within the same organization or exactly. even set up your own. But this is the thing. It it's always absolutely. starts here.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about that because this is a very important issue. This is, you know, you're living in a world where even giving advice is monetized. Literally uh, people won't give advice for free anymore. And then we're promoting a culture where time, your talent, Uh, much of your life, you're just giving it away for free, but actually with a bigger vision, it's not free. It's for something much bigger, much better. You want to see that change. So we're going to talk about that. Inshallah, that's a very important issue. And maybe in our future episodes, this is going to be the end of uh, episode two. And uh, please do subscribe to the podcast, the Second Golden Age podcast, and catch us uh, again uh, in episode three, the coming episode, Inshallah. Ciao.